Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Yeah, I know. I know. It's taken a while to get through John 11, and it's really not intentional. I never quite know uh, what pace we're going to be going as we go through these various episodes. And so, uh, you know, we're just chatting about things. We're just reading the Word and seeing what it says, and sometimes it takes longer than we think, okay? So what we've seen at this point in time is that Jesus has called Lazarus forth from the dead, And we saw in the last episode that because of this, that many of the Jews that had come to Mary, the Jews that had come from Jerusalem to mourn with her, they saw what Jesus had done and they believed in him. And Jesus had actually stated, that's the reason that I'm doing this, that you will believe that I'm from the Father. But some of those Jews, okay, some of those Jews went to the Pharisees and told them the things which Jesus had done. And, you know, the last episode, I was probably down pretty hard on them, you know, thinking, uh, questioning their motivations. And I still sort of remain there, okay? Though I will grant you that some might have just come back and report, hey, this is great and it's wonderful. Isn't this just marvelous? And not knowing how the Pharisees would react, though I doubt that because they all had already seen how the religionists had been reacting to Jesus. So I'm suspecting these were just unbelievers that were seeking to ingratiate themselves to the powers that be. Well, what did these powers that be do? Well, we see in verse 47, therefore, and remember that word therefore, we've already seen it once, it's important, in light of what's occurred here, because of this, therefore, the chief priest, and notice there's more than one, the chief priest and the Pharisees convened a council. And so, well, what do you do when the guy that you're trying to entrap the guy that you're now trying to uh, arrest and just kidnap to the uh, purpose of killing, what do you do when the guy you're trying to kill raises somebody from the dead? Well, you convene a council, okay? What what else are you going to do, you know? So they convene this council, and here's what they were saying. What are we doing? For this man is performing many signs, verse 48. If we let him go on like this, All men will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. Well, 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 what has been revealed here? You want me to read that again? Let me read that again. This is verse 47 and 48. Therefore, the chief priests and the Pharisees convened a council, and were saying, what are we doing? And that's the question mark. For this man is performing many signs. If we let him go on like this, all men will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. The intent of their heart is being revealed. The motivation for their actions and deeds is now abundantly clear. They had been seeking to arrest Jesus. They had been keeping up with what was going on. They were shadowing him. They're listening. They're questioning. They're doing all this kind of stuff. They'd actually put out the word, hey, let us know where he is because we want to arrest him. And anybody that doesn't do that, we're going to kick out of the synagogue. <laughs> it gotten to that degree. And now they're questioning themselves. They're saying, what are we doing? 
And they're saying it from the point of view, we now must do something. We've been sort of piddling around on the edges with this situation and with this person and with this circumstance. But now we must do something because this man is performing many signs. Well, he had been performing many signs in, in, with the account we have here in the Gospel of John, starting with the uh, wedding in Cana, right? Changing the water to wine. Gone through several signs up to the point now that he's raised somebody from the dead. Well, why are they going, what are we doing? Well, they tell us. He said, if we let him go on like this, all men will believe in him. <clears throat> and notice how they felt like that they had the role and the responsibility, that they had the power to allow him, Jesus, to do this, <clears throat> to allow it or to disallow it. And that was their mindset. If we let him go on like this, everyone <clears throat> will believe in him. Well, why would it be so bad if everyone believed in him? He's performing these signs. He's showing everything to be uh, the person that they had been anticipating to be Messiah. Why would that be so bad? Well, then they tell us. And you know, I'm thinking about this. I don't think I've ever heard anybody preach anything on this right here. We sort of gloss over these kind of things within these verses. Here's why. Because the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. Well, what is that about? Well, as we say in the vernacular today, uh, follow the money. Follow the money, follow the power, follow the prestige, okay, whatever you want to say. They were more concerned about their position and their status rather than could this actually be the Messiah. <clears throat> now, I'm saying they in a very broad brush way. There were many priests that would eventually believe. There were priests at this time right now that were inclined to believe. We saw an account with Nicodemus in John 3, okay, that wanted to know what was going on right here. But these are the chief priests, the Pharisees. Uh, uh, the Lexham version actually says this. So the chief priests and the Pharisees called together the Sanhedrin, okay, the council. So it's all the religious top-notch rulers right here. And most of them, not all of them again, but most of them were of the mindset, <clears throat> no, this we don't care if this is the Messiah or not. We don't believe this. This is not what we want to believe because we want our place and we want our nation. They're far more concerned about their place and where they are. And then you add this little in our nation kind of thing to make it sound really good. But they wanted their nation in the way that the nation was then. Yeah, yeah, the Romans are sort of over everything they're saying. But they're, in, in their mind, they actually said this to Jesus at the time. They said, we've never been enslaved to anybody. They didn't view the Roman political leadership as being enslaving because why? They had their power. They had their prestige. They had their place. And they had their money. They had their nation. So they didn't care. Their concern was if Jesus kept performing these signs, everybody's going to believe him and the gig is up, okay? They're going to see what the reality is, and they were fearful of losing that. Sadly, that is rampantly common within the professing organizational body of Christ today. The same mindset, the same attitude. You know, you would not believe how many times I have been told. I mean, I've just been told 
forth blank, just forthrightly point blank. Well, oh no, well, we don't want to do anything that you know would be disruptive because everything's going good right now. And I mean, and I'm not talking about things that if I told you what those things were about, you would be in shock. Okay, because the fear is this: it's the fear of man and the fear of change. And if I don't control it, then no, 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 I don't really want uh, to consider that there may be another way of discipling somebody. Or I don't want to consider that well, we might gather together for a, a, a Bible study or a prayer meeting or a worship service. No, 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 no. We don't want to do that. We don't want to be disruptive. Same thing happens today, okay? And I tell you what, it is sad, and the Lord's going to hold people accountable for it. Uh, it's nothing to be distracted by. We keep pressing on. We keep saying, Lord, Lord, we want to know the truth, and we want to live the truth, we want to speak forth the truth. But know that what's happening in Jesus' life is happening today. Don't be surprised by it. Uh, well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you again for being with me, and I'll see you again next time.